Welcome to Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam, a podcast about navigating adolescence without losing our minds. Each week, I guide you around the teenage landmines with practical tips, simple solutions, and words of encouragement. I'm your host, Dr. Cam. Let's get on with the show. I don't know about you, but I have been um, looking at Facebook community messages a lot lately. It's part of what I do as my job. I like to know what's going on and what people are thinking and what people are worried about so I know what to address. And oh my gosh, the amount of bitching and whining and complaining and everything going on on a lot of these communities is, it's heartbreaking because I see a lot of the same people complaining about the same things over and over again. And I would imagine you probably even in your own homes experience this with your teens, with your spouses, with people where you hear the same complaints over and over again. And don't get me wrong, there's a lot to be bummed out about. I mean, our kids are starting back to school. I know ours are starting back to school. Mine's starting back to school next week. And it's distance learning. And she's very disappointed that she doesn't get to go back into the classroom and actually see her friends and see her teachers and experience. She's going into high school for the first time. So she's really disappointed in not being able to be in high school. I mean, she's at home. How frustrating is that? Um, it feels like forever. And so, yes, there's a lot to be disappointed and angry and upset about. But I want to talk about the difference between continually, continually um, complaining about what's going on or being upset about what's going on and actually using that to make a change. Um, so when we have a laundry list of complaints, here's, I want to teach about, you know, we're kind of getting this wrong. We're, we're thinking about if I can just whine and complain a lot, I'm going to get it off my chest and I will set myself up for disappointment. So if something else goes on and, you know, the worst happens, I'm prepared for it. And so it's not going to be as bad as I think it would be because I'm prepared right? We're thinking about it wrong if we're thinking about it that way. What we should be thinking about is here's a list of things that I'm upset about. I'm not happy about. How can I use that information to make a change? What can I do with that information? How can I take action with that information rather than just going into a swirl of complaining? And I want to just talk about kind of three steps we can do to address all of these concerns for you and to help your teen address all of these concerns. First, let's vent. We can vent, they can vent, let them vent. In fact, one trick I like to do is just set a timer for 10 minutes and let it rip just everything off your chest, just get it all out there. Everything that you're upset about, share it. 
during these 10 minutes, either record it, take notes, or if your teen needs to vent, you can sit there, don't open your mouth, quiet, no judgment, let them get everything out and just take notes for them. Record the things that are really upsetting them. Write a list of everything that's upsetting them and go for 10 minutes because even if you're done in two minutes, if you sit there and think about it, you're gonna come up with more things or you may repeat the same things over and over again, which means that's really bothering you. So let's do 10 minutes, vent, get it all out. Now what I want to do is to go through that list and look at each thing on your list that you just complained about and say, what do I have control over? What about this can I personally do something about? An example, I was working with a client a few days ago and my client had a lot, we did this exercise actually, and we talked about a lot of things that were bothering this person. And we went through the list and there were several things on there that were highly actionable, like being stuck inside all day. Well, what can you do to address being stuck inside out all day? Can you make a plan to go outside? Is that important? So how do we now make sure that we get outside so we're not stuck inside all day? Or not having time to do the things they love? Well, how do we fit those things in that are really important to us? How do we do that? So there's some things that you absolutely have control over. There's some things that you don't have any control over, like the fact that, yeah, distance learning is here to stay. So what we can do is maybe deal with it, address our attitude about it and say, it's here to stay. How can we make the most of it? You know, what is it that we can do? So let's look at how, what do we have control over and how can we change that and cross it off our list? When we come up with a solution, let's cross it off our worry list. We're done. If it is something that you have no control over and it's really bothering you, I'm gonna then turn to Guy Winch, who is an expert in emotional health. And he has a strategy for effective complaining. And he likes to differentiate complaining versus whining and bitching. Whining and bitching gets us nowhere. It's a vicious cycle if we just complain about the same things over and over again. But complaining can be strategic. Complaining can be a way to get what we need and to change the course of what we're, we're stressing about. So the way he recommends complaining effectively is to create a complaining sandwich. And anything to do with food sounds yummy to me. So the first thing is the first slice of bread. And the slice of bread is to just start off with something positive. Like, I'm excited that we, we had, I'm excited that I get to go to, go to school in my pajama bottoms. We're not supposed to wear pajamas, but they can't see our bottoms. So I get, or in my slippers. I'm excited I get to go in my slippers. 
that's really cool. And then we do our complaint part of it. And we say, you know, we, the complaint part is how, what is upsetting to you? And what he suggests, and this is the meat, he suggests to keep the meat lean. And what this means is keep it concise, keep it to the point of exactly what specifically right now is upsetting you and don't pile on a bunch of old leftover meat from previous situations. Like if somebody is it was late and it upset you, you can say, I really enjoyed spending time with you, but when you come late, I feel really stressed out and it's hard for me to start enjoying our time together. The other little trick that I threw in there is the beautiful I statement, which you may hear and you may roll your eyes, but I will tell you it is so impactful because it turns the tables from making them defensive to helping them understand how you feel. It becomes about how you responded rather than what they did, right? And our job when we're trying to address a complaint and make it better is to not per put the person on the defensive. We want to get the person on our side so they want to help fix this. So we put in the complaint of what it is that's bothering us and why, how it is personally impacting us. And then we put on the next slice of bread was, is what they could do to make it better. Next time, it would mean so much to me if you did get there, if you made an effort to get there on time, because it would make it far more enjoyable to me, and I really want to enjoy all of our time together. So how can they fix it? So first of all, if we haven't put them on the defensive, we've made it really specifically clear what it is, not you're always late or you're, you're always wrong or you're always telling me, you know, we throw in these always and evers and everything, which puts the person on defensive because quite frankly, it's probably not true that they always do that. But this specific time you did, and this is how it made me feel, and this is what could make it better. And chances are they're going to want to help make it better if they know exactly what they can do to make it better. Now, how does this translate into our bigger concerns about school? Think about how you're addressing and, and explaining or putting your complaint down on the community pages if you're doing it on the community pages. If you're just attacking and complaining and saying they're terrible at this and they don't know what they're doing, well, they're not going to want to help you. They're going to be put on the defensive and not want to help you. Same with your teenagers. If you're criticizing and putting them down for what they're doing, they're not going to want to help and make it better. They're going to get very self-defensive and self-righteous in their head and just find ways to prove that you're wrong. So you're not going to get what you want and you're going to make your teen feel more disconnected from you. So I really want you to think about if you're complaining about the same things over and over again, how can you turn that into something effective to make change? And if your teens are complaining about something over and over again, how can you teach them, coach them, help them 
learn how to turn the things that are upsetting them, how to find ways to solve that and cross it off their list. Now, if you have a lot of concerns about school or your teens have a lot of concerns about school, I do want to share with you a course that I created. It came out of a five-day challenge that went extremely well. And this course covers everything from how to motivate your teens without yelling and nagging and screaming, which I know we all want to do, how to set them up for success, how to set up a workspace that helps them focus, how to prevent eye strain and keep them motivated and moving, how to make sure that the time that they're with you at home is pleasant and enjoyable and not constantly arguing. There's so many tips that we share in this course that covers, it's it's five, it covers five different days with five different topics and several different experts. We have a physical therapist, we have a health and wellness coach, professional organizer that helps us get there. And I wanna just share some of the feedback that I got from this course, just to let you know what it offers. One person said, we are 13 minutes in and this is already enlightening. Another person says, I highly recommend this course for anyone looking for helpful tips on getting prepared for virtual learning, as well as parents who might be facing challenges with their children that need some tweaking. The instructors are highly knowledgeable, very engaging, and introduce many timely lessons as we prepare for our new virtual learning. I highly recommend it to other parents and not just parents of tweens and teenagers. Get this info before you start having battles and problems with your kids. Another person says, Dr. Cam has a wonderfully warm personality. Well, that's lovely, thank you. And it is full of great information. This Calm Back to School Chaos course offers great advice from experts in different relevant fields. I highly recommend this fun course for all my friends and children and honestly i learned really good tips for me too thank you this course is just what i needed to motivate and connect with my teenage boys and one more i start i have already started implementing some of the things i learned and it's amazing how when you change a little bit about how you communicate with your teens how they become more receptive to your suggestions. Those are just a few of the comments from this course. So if you're interested in this, I'm putting the link below. It's gonna go on for a few months now. We're gonna, at least for this month, as we get ready for school, I'm gonna run it. And it is Calm Back to School Chaos. It's a quick challenge and it's just five lessons, all different. So you can do it at your leisure when is most convenient to you. You can do a few at once. You can do break them up into smaller pieces and chunks if you like, but I'm going to put the link be below and the link is also, it's a bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y link and it is bit.ly dot um, com back to the number two school. That's it. Bit.ly slash com back to school, all one word and you can go there and grab that. And so just to remember, we, you know, at this point, we all have a choice. We, you can choose to continue 
complaining and being annoyed with what's going on and, you know, being the victim. Absolutely. You have 100% that that can be your choice if that's what you prefer. Or you can make a change and you can decide to be the hero of your story and take some action and teach your teen how to take action. And if that's the case, I'm here to help you. Have a wonderful day and I will see you again shortly. And that's a wrap. Thanks for joining me today on Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam. Make sure to visit my website, www.askdrcam.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show again. While you're at it, if you found value in this episode, I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, and hey, why not share it with a friend too? Be sure to tune in to my next episode. And remember, parenting teens may not be easy, but with my help, it can be a whole lot easier than this.